This is the Joyful Mama Show. We want to help you take actionable steps toward dreams that have more impact, family life that has more peace, and motherhood that has more joy. We think that it's time for moms to rise up in entrepreneurship and change the world. But let's face it, it's hard to sort through all of the ways we get stuck in our own heads and all of the things we feel like we're supposed to be doing. How can we change the world when we're overwhelmed with trying not to feel overwhelmed about homeschooling or power struggles with our kids or taking care of our own hearts, our bodies, and our minds? We want to give you the tools to find rest, joy, and healing while also taking your business and your dreams to the next level. You know you were made for more than hustle. You can feel that you were made for more than the lies that hold you back. And we believe that you were made for amazing things that impact the kingdom of God and the people that God has given you to impact for Him. You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving. And we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become. Happy Wednesday, mamas. We're so excited to be with you again. So today we're going to talk about how God uses our kids to shape us. If we don't get like our inner game right, and if we don't get like our heart stuff and our emotions and our mindset right, then we're building on sand, right? So we want our foundation to be super solid. We want our foundation to be super strong so that everything else we layer on top of this will stand. If we're not getting the things right within us as moms, then anything else we try to implement with our kids or in our homes, it'll be off, right? So we have to take ownership first of what we can control, which is us, right? We can't control our kids. We can't control um, their behavior, their choices. We, We can't really even control completely the the atmosphere, the culture of our home without getting self-control and really taking just a really objective, but grace-filled look at what's going on in here. And from that place, then yes, we get to influence our children. We get to influence our, the culture of our home, the atmosphere, the other relationships, you know, our marriages, all those things are a result of what's happening on the inside of us as moms. And so when we start talking today about how God uses our kids to shape us, really that comes down to a couple things that, you know, kingdom principles, I think that are super paramount to, to homeschooling the kingdom way. And I would say, you know, they're both also fruits of the spirit. There's there. I think they're also skills that you can learn, but humility and patience are things that are developed in you as you homeschool and God uses your kids to help, um, develop that fruit in your own life. And so a lot of times, um, I hear moms, I hear friends, people close to me all the time. They'll say, Oh, Elizabeth, I could never homeschool because I don't have the patience. Like you're really good at it because you're so patient and I don't have the patience that you have. And I have to like hold back the laughter and try to like honor them in the moment. Cause I know they believe what they're saying <laughs> that I have just magically, like, that's like a character quality I was born with or something that I'm just so magically patient. And that's why I'm qualified to homeschool when the reality is, um, I've become more patient because I have homeschooled and it's, uh, it's something that I've nurtured and grown into. And I still, um, pretty much every day, <laughs> 
at least several times a week, lose my patience um, and have to continue to work that out. But um, I have become a lot more patient through the years out of necessity. You know, necessity is the means of invention. So you become more patient as you are in situations that require patience. And it's kind of like the ride or die thing. Like we're in this, I'm with you all day, every day. I was telling Sarah before we went live, like I think homeschooling and being with your kids 24 seven might be like the most sanctifying process you could go through. Second, only maybe to being with your husband 24 <laughs> seven. They're like, I don't know which one requires more sanctification, but being with anyone really 24 hours a day, seven days a week is like intense. There's a lot of things that are brought to the surface in you and them relational things you have to work out. And if you don't have humility, if you don't have patience, you will learn to develop them really quickly or you will die. (laughs) It's like you, you have to figure it out. And the beautiful thing is we're not left to ourselves to figure it out on our own. You know, we have the Holy spirit who's the greatest counselor and the greatest helper. And we have God's word and we have, you know, so many things he gives us to lean on in terms of, you know, scripture, just being in his presence, spending time in worship, all that stuff. Even in Proverbs throughout, we found lots of verses in different places throughout Proverbs that talk about humility comes before honor and pride comes before a fall. And so when we want our kids to honor us as parents, I think one of the major keys to getting honor is really humbling ourselves and the way God uses our kids to shape us is us being able to humble ourselves, even to the point of like submitting to their opinions about us and asking ourselves, like, is there something I need to work on here? Holding, you know, what we think is right with open hands and being willing to change our minds, being willing to even be challenged in some ways. I know at the beginning I had the mindset, like what I say, because I say it, Don't question me. That's disrespectful. And I've gotten to a place now where, because I've seen how humility does bring honor and it does build such intimacy and relationship, I am like begging them. If you see something in me that is not reflecting Jesus, if you see something in me that is contrary to who I say I want to be and who I'm asking you to be, I want you to call me out. Please call me out. Bring it to my attention. And those kinds of things, you know, they truly build trust. So anyway, I've talked long enough, <laughs> Sarah, um, what, um, what would you share just about that whole, this is like something I've learned so much from you about, um, God using our kids to shape us and what that actually looks like. Yeah. Something that, you know, we, God uses our kids to shape us. God uses our kids to grow us. Um, to me, that gives me a lot of like excitement. I don't get scared by that anymore. I get excited because I'm like, I love to grow. I love learning. I love becoming more of who I'm supposed to be. So I know that when I say yes to a journey like homeschool, I can be confident that God's going to grow me. And like, I think that's more my mindset. Like my mindset kind of stays up here rather than like, but what if, but what if, but what if, and go down, like, you know, (laughs) you're in the valley of, you know, despair (laughs) thinking about how hard it could be or whatever. Um, And so I try to just keep that, that forward thinking um, optimistic mindset about the things he's calling me to and the things I'm saying yes to, but something that he has truly given me more of and grown me in so much 
through my kids is he's given me so much more freedom and Mm. freedom in so many ways, like time, freedom, heart, freedom, like freedom from the lies that I used to believe because I've had to really deal with this area in my life because of my kids. Mm -hmm. Like even, you know, I don't know, earlier this year, my son came to me and basically said, mama, I don't like it when you talk to me like you did. You know, like I was being very, he's my firstborn. He's the one that usually like obeys, you know, and I don't have to like do a lot to get him to obey. And I I think I was getting really frustrated with him because he wasn't obeying. And like, it actually had nothing to do with him. It actually was not about him at Mm -hmm. all. I was dealing with like a season of frustration and the Lord was trying to give me freedom in an area in my heart that had to do with expectations I was putting on my friends and people in my life. Like I was actually feeling like rejection. I was feeling like, so it really had nothing to do with them in that moment, but the Lord was setting me free through my son. And, you know, of course I had already taught him to say what you're feeling and like, you know, when you feel this, say this, this is how we talk to each other in a relationship. And he was getting, he was getting really stressed out and he was like getting some anxiety because I was like of the way I was speaking to him. And it was around homeschool. Like, why haven't you done this yet? Or like, what are you doing? You know, blah, blah, blah. Like very, just like, (laughs) yeah, because I was feeling internal stress that really was not about him, but Um, you know, it was, I was frustrated probably in the moment that he hadn't done exactly what I wanted to do exactly when I wanted him to do, (laughs) but you know, it was really about my own heart, but really, I think like thinking about humility, like when you start to homeschool or when you're in it, like you're really subjecting yourself to being pruned, to being a learner. If you're at the beginning of homeschool, you're really coming into it in humility, like I'm at the beginning. It's just where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm a beginner and I'm okay with it. Like you really have to be like, I'm not trying to be in the middle. I'm not trying to be at the end. I'm at the beginning and where I'm at is good. And even that is like to really own where you're at. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a freeing place to be and not knowing everything and like growing besides your kids, beside your kids. Like there's so many times where I have noticed something in my kids that I'm also struggling with. And I've been mm-hmm. like, okay, just, you know, really seems like the Lord's highlighting whatever, let's say the tone of our voice, like, let's dig into that. Let's lean into that. If that's what God's speaking to us and he really wants to free us from that, what could that look like? What could we do to like help each other grow in this? Like I bring mm-hmm. my kids in all the time. Like, I don't just tell them, here's what we're doing. I'm like, what do you guys think we should do? Like I make, I give them some of the power and control and authority because I'm raising leaders. Right. And so. I am like, what do you think we should do? Like, what do you think God's saying about this? What do you think he wants us to do? And so as much as I can, like I give them the opportunity to speak into it, even if they're like, Mm -hmm. I don't hear anything. (laughs) It doesn't matter actually, because you're just setting the expectation that God speaks, you know? Yeah. Do you have any examples, Liz? I would love to hear like how like humility or, you know, growing has come into your homeschool. I love that you just said, I'm, I share the authority and I share some of the power because I'm raising leaders and that's so good. That and already requires so much patience and grace on our part. There's things that as you're homeschooling, again, it's a sanctification process. So 
things that you maybe thought you dealt with, sin that you maybe thought like you had graduated from, <laughs> character qualities that or virtues that you thought you had like fully stepped into, you're going to be refined. And it's actually this, like you said, I love to grow. I love to be pruned. I love correction. I've gotten to a place where I'm like, I'm hungry to be coached. I'm hungry to be mentored. I'm hungry. And, and I am not above anymore. I'm not above being mentored even by my kids. Let's see one example. I mean, again, yes, how I talk to them, how my, I have, I'm guilty. I'm working on this, but guilty of sometimes procrastinating or waiting to start something and then being in a rush and that impacting like everyone feeling rushed or everyone feeling the pressure that I create because I should have started sooner. Things that could be, you know, done in more peace, like going to, we have like a local roller skating place and like once a month or something, they have like a homeschool skate day, which I actually hate going to. So there's another like learning humility to do things I don't love because they love them. I don't like going. It's literally a madhouse. But anyway, because I don't like going, I'm not super eager to like get out the door and get there. So it's not uncommon for like, it's starting in 10 minutes and I'm like, oh, I'm finishing up this, you know, work thing. And they're like waiting at the door ready because they can't wait because they're so excited. Their friends are all going to be there. And so, you know, one of them saying like, hey, mom, like we would really love to be on time. Like it bothers us that we're late. It bothers us that we're rushing. Like, can you, you know, wrap up what you're doing sooner so that we can leave early and get there on time. And it's like, shoot. Yeah. That's actually something I need to work on. Like in general, that is like a thing with homeschooling, but it overflows into other areas of my life too, where I need to be more timely. I need to be more honoring and respectful of the other people that are affected by my not being timely. Sometimes it's things like one of my oldest daughter, she, you know, last year, especially business kind of took off and I was learning how to manage a lot of tasks and a lot of people and a lot of, you know, things. So there were days that like the homeschooling was like, they were schooling themselves. I would look over things and make sure that, you know, they had goals and they had tasks and they, things were getting done, but I didn't take a ton of time to like, grade things. And I would justify that by saying like, well, I don't want you to be, you know, under performance mentality. And, you know, it's not about doing things perfectly. It just matters if you do them. And my older daughter was like, mom, I, I want you to grade like my things. Like I feel seen when you grade my things. Like I feel, you know, like it doesn't matter to you or like, it doesn't matter enough to you or like other things are more important when you don't take the time to really read and critique the papers I write or to really, um, you know, fine tooth comb over like the projects and like, I don't want to do it all by myself. I want to do it together. And so again, it's like that hurt to hear. Like I, it, I could have probably been like, you're fine, <laughs> whatever. Like this is just for a season, but it really like the, the things that prick, you know, leaning into that and repenting and being like, you know, you're right. I should be doing more with you. And I should be doing more to, to affirm how great you're doing. And if you want to have an A put on something um, and you've earned it, then I should sometimes do that so that you can feel the accomplishment of, I earned a grade. So it's funny because in, in my mind, I was doing the better thing by not grading everything. But for whatever reason, for her, she w- she appreciated the grade. So it's just 
holding things lightly and, and leaning into like, why does this frustrate me? Why does this frustrate them? Why am I triggered by this behavior or this, whatever it is that they're doing that, and how can I exemplify the fruit of the spirit, the love of Jesus in the midst of my frustration? And it's like, there are daily opportunities to grow in that. And so it's challenging, but it's so good. Like what better way to grow in the Lord and into who we're called to become than with our kids. So, yeah, I think like what we want to leave you guys with is, is really like patience, humility, all these things. We have to just come at it with like, this is what I want. (laughs) I may not possess this at the level I want it yet, but, um, development comes as you practice. And so mm-hmm. again, we come back to that surrender. It's okay where I'm at. I'm saying yes to the Lord. I want everything he has for me. And, you know, it's going to, patience is going to develop in my kids as we practice. It's going to develop more in me as we practice. You know, Jesus talks a lot about in Matthew that home or that like go into your secret place, like go into your closet where no one can see you pray. Like um, give without your other arm, like knowing you're doing it. And or your other hand or whatever. <laughs> is that the right analogy? <laughs> your foot? I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, I was thinking about how homeschool is like our secret place. Like we're working all this stuff out and walking all of it out and no one else sees us, <laughs> just our kids. And it's like your secret place to like grow with the Lord, like where you get to walk mm-hmm. with him daily um, in the like super spiritual. Okay. We're all going to worship and like the seemingly unspiritual of like, we're doing homeschool. So just be like, okay, with practicing, being okay with developing and be on a journey Mm -hmm. of like, you know, giving him your yes and your surrender. Do you have any last words, Liz? No girl, you summed it up so well. I love when you said that earlier, I'm like, yes, that's exactly what it is. And giving it the honor that, you know, all of this is under the Lord. Every, you know, second of every day, really, like it all matters to him and it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be, we're just growing. And when you think of it, like what I'm doing is under the Lord and me letting my kids grow me and me submitting myself to helping them grow. Like it's all for his glory. It's all for him. And coming to that place of just like resting in that, you know, like. I can settle into that and be like, okay, this is a cozy place to live, right? Like this is for Jesus. It doesn't have to be perfect. He has so much infinite grace towards me in my imperfection, so much infinite grace towards them. And we're learning together and I'm learning alongside my favorite people on the planet, right? Like I get to spend every day with these little, you know, humans that I absolutely adore and we're being sanctified and refined and pruned together. Like that's the best. (laughs) It's the best. And so, yeah, I hope you guys are excited about it. And if that's not the place that, you know, you've been living from, I hope you're excited to enter into that because it makes it so much more fun. Mm -hmm. So that's it. That's all I, I think for today. Well, we love you guys. Hope this has been helpful and okay. Bye. Bye. To get our free heart-centered homeschooling ebook or to book a breakthrough call about homeschooling or business with Sarah, visit the links in the description of this podcast. 
Also, we always want to hear your questions or ideas for new podcasts. So do please slide into our DMs on Instagram or post in our Facebook group. We would love to hear from you.